1: Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more.
2: This is TalkSport Daily.
1: Hi, I'm Ben Fletcher and you're listening to a TalkSport special celebrating the arrival of TalkSport's new breakfast host, Jeff Stelling. Everyone's favourite Hartlepool fan will be on TalkSport Breakfast every Monday and Tuesday alongside Ali McCoist. Here's the best bits from his debut week.
2: A very good morning to you. I cannot believe I'm saying this, but it is three minutes past six. I'm Jeff Stelling and this is the TalkSport Breakfast. Three minutes past six. Wow, I didn't know three minutes past six in the morning really existed. Seriously, thank you to everyone, all of you out there who've sent on your best wishes over the past few days. Now look, in return, I promise not to shout excitedly every couple of minutes. I promise not to spout stats at you non-stop, even on a weekend when Newcastle have beaten Manchester United for a third consecutive time. The first time that has happened since 1922 when Brighton have scored for a 30th consecutive Premier League game in a row. When Leeds United have been drawn away from home in the FA Cup for a 13th consecutive time. I'm sorry, old habits die hard, and I promise too not to mention Hartlepool in every other sentence, every other paragraph, absolutely, but not every other sentence. This is the Talksport Breakfast with Arnold Clark. Click and collect your next car from a dealer that you can trust. Phew, and I have to say it is great to be here. I've been a fan of the Talksport breakfast show since the days of Alan and Ronnie Arani and Beaky and Mike Parry and I'm following in some big footsteps as well, those of Laura, but luckily I have the best co host in the business alongside me. Ali, morning. Jeff, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty
3: good. Well, I'm going to tell you the first thing I'm going to say you must have written that opening yourself because that was far too good for them in there to write. <laughs> they normally write Alan's in there, but that was far too good. You did that yourself over the weekend. You had to. Yeah, yeah, I did it myself. <laughs> can you,
2: you, know, yeah, you can't expect other people to do all the work for you, can you? <laughs> no, but some of it would be nice. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's be- say, it is like the first day at school. You know, I'm the new boy the first day at school and I've looked round at some of my fellow pupils and I'm worried now,
3: I am. <laughs> They've been called a few things in the time, Jeff, but pupils isn't one of them. <laughs> You've been looking forward to it, mate. It's brilliant to have you. Yeah. Fantastic to have you. We've been excited. What, when the news broke seemingly like decades ago that you were coming and everybody's been looking forward to seeing you. So It's great to have you in the, sh- in the studio and welcome to the team, my friend. Thank you very much, Ali. Look, I'm really looking forward to it. It's, and I said to Siobhan...
2: I've had 30 years of sitting talking about football with my mates and now I'm going to have however many years (laughs) sitting talking about football with my mates. In your terms, Rachel, okay? So, so far, you have 24 points from 14 games. That's 1 and 10 14th points per game, or 1 and 5 7th points per game, which is 38 points, plus 38 times 5, which is 190, divided by 7, which is 27 and a bit. Total 65 points. This season, I think. And now, for a side like United, that is totally unsatisfactory, isn't it? What worries me is some of the smaller teams who who get through to this stage. You know, you look at, at Eastleigh, Maidstone, the ones already particularly. Mm-hmm. They played five <coughs> games to get to this stage, and they're looking for a bumper payday. And what happens? They get with all due respect, they get a rotten draw. The same thing happened to Eastleigh. They got a rotten draw as well. What they need to do, no chance of TV coverage, by the way, no chance of a big payday for these teams. What they need to do, seed the third round draw in the FA Cup, for goodness sake, it is not too difficult. We've got 20 teams who have qualified. They've come through rounds one and round two and all the qualifying rounds before that, 20 of them, okay? You pick them out of the bag, home or away, and then you put the rest of the teams from the Premier League and the Championship, all 44 of them in there, and you pick out 20 of those teams and they will play the lower league side. So every lower league team gets a bumper payday in the third round. They might get TV as well. And there's 24 teams left over. So they're all from the Premier League and the Championship. You can still get Arsenal against Liverpool if that's what you really want. But what you really want is... for lower league sides, non-league sides to have their moment in the sun, to have their big payday, you know? Because at the end of the day, the big clubs are only there because of the grassroots clubs. The referee pulled it back. City supporters going absolutely crazy. The players surrounding the referee. It was a pretty reasoned reaction from yeah. Pep Guardiola, but it wasn't from Erling Haaland, was it? I mean, I mean, my view yeah. Im- immediately, Ali, would be, you know, Erling Haaland is right in the referee's face there over a mistake he's out made. Out of order. Yeah, absolutely out of order. Haaland made a mistake. He missed an open goal in the first half. Correct. Or oh, this wouldn't have all mattered. You know, everybody's Correct. human. As far as lower league clubs are. are Concerned, they need the blackout to stay. It's as simple as that because, you know, if it's a cold December day and it's frosty or pouring down outside. Nobody's going to go and see Rochdale against Hartlepool if you can watch Manchester United against Liverpool on a three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Nobody's an exaggeration but you have to be Mm. the most loyal and hardiest of supporters. You know, Bob Lord came up with the idea way back in the 60s. He was then the very controversial Burnley chairman uh, and it, it survived what for I don't know, 60 years, something like that now. And personally, I know not everyone will agree with me Personally, I'm delighted it has, you know, if, if you want to go and see a Premier League game at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, pay your money and go and see it. Wow. This is, of course, the theme tune for the huge show of Succession and we're playing it because I'm delighted to say we're joined in the studio by 2019 Golden Globe winner, star of the show, Brian Cox. Brian is involved in a brand new show on the BBC called Maestro and the legendary actor teaches you how to take centre stage, captivate audiences, I could do with both of those, actually. And he'll also be giving you tips on how to better your own acting abilities. Brian, very good morning to you. Yeah, yeah.
4: Brian,
3: great to see you. Good morning. Good Morning, Ali. And
2: we should get stuck in here, because you said to me a moment or two ago that you've got a great Ali McCoy well, story. This,
4: this is we did a film... What was that film called? A Shot at Glory. A Shot at Glory.
3: <laughs> the reason so, you can't remember, it's is pretty obvious, but it's the only one I ever made, Brian. Well, I know, but... <laughs> and that's was, pretty obvious, was, too.
4: It, it was infamous. So we had this moment when... Ali has to miss a penalty. It's very important that he misses his penalty. And there's a guy called Cole Hauser, who's an American lad, who's never picked up a football in his life. So he's, he needs as much help as he can. I think about 10 takes of him scoring, he could not miss the penalty. And the, and the director was going nuts. What's wrong with the man? What's wrong? I said, he's a footballer. He says he sees a goal, he's naturally inclined to want to score. He said, but he's not supposed to score. He said, yes, that's the actor, but the footballer doesn't know that. The footballer can't think in that way. You've got to understand he sees a goal, he wants to score. He said, but
0: we're
4: wasting
2: time. I want to say good morning as well to. Kirill Lewis-Dreyfus, who is the Sunderland chairman, and I know he's awake because he'll have had a sleepless night. Well, he should have done anyway, because yesterday... He sacked Tony Mowbray as the Sunderland manager. What's he thinking about Coisty
3: I've got no idea, mate I'm just getting it up right now to see where they are in the league. You obviously they're, know they're it.
2: ninth. They're three points off the playoffs. Right,
3: that's exactly. They got them in the playoffs oh last God. season with a team of twelve-year-olds. What are they thinking about? Twenty-seven points, nineteen games. They've obviously got something lined up, Jeff. But it just it baffles me sometimes. It really, it really baffles me.
2: Well, you know, I mean, he's got a team of twenty and twenty-one-year-olds. <laughs> oh, they mate. sold Ross Stewart to Southampton. I mean, yeah. by the way, as well, we might as well, mentioned, Michael Duff at this stage too, was has been sacked by yeah. Swansea. He's barely got his feet under the table, to be honest. And I, I was listening to um, Abby Davis on Sky reporting on the Swansea Huddersfield game at the they weekend. finished one each, didn't finished one each. Swansea scored later late on. on. But they've been battering them. They had 77% possession, sure? 19 corners to one. You know, you, you just think, give the boy a chance. It's
4: the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone
2: telling you be of good cheer. Don't mention pigs in blankets when I'm around. You like them? Right, no, look, I, I can't tell you why, but <laughs> just 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 Google Jeff stelling pigs in blankets. <laughs> And, and, and be prepared for the X-rated stuff that you will uh, you'll see in front of I've your My 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 boys Mark and Robbie got up to absolutely no good. Matt, Mark and Robbie, Matt and Robbie, sorry Matt, um, they got up to absolutely no good whatsoever a couple of years ago, and uh, it, it involved pigs and blankets and me, and and they got me into one heck of a lot of trouble. I'll tell you that. Never leave your mobile phone alone in the room with your sons
3: oh yeah novice mistake oh I know that was something I learned myself very very quickly very yeah. quick. I, I don't leave, tend to leave a lot at all when I'm in my room with my sons to be honest you never mean a mobile phone so you fell foul did you? Uh, I felt very foul it meant the front page of a lot of papers is that right? yeah <laughs> Well, I'll be I can guarantee you I'll be Googling it at 645.
2: <laughs> you, but you still won't be mentioning what it shows. Let's put it that way. Uh, it was a pretty unpleasant sight.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and ZepBound for those who qualify.
4: and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Is it different
2: working with me
3: than Al? Slightly, yeah. I, I, I can't lie to you. There's, 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 there's an element of uh, what's coming next Al that, yeah. that you Al. Well, there's an element, isn't there, of will
2: he make it in at all? One of my stars of one of my favourite Christmas movies, Liam Neeson, will certainly make sure.
4: Alan, just be there. Do you hear me? Otherwise I will come for you. I will find you. You know what's going to happen. Magic, isn't it? Yes.
3: Yeah. I'm not sure that's enough
2: though. It, it, well, I, I know it's not enough. It's definitely not enough. Um, and the worrying thing is, you know, and these days, if Brazil doesn't turn up, I know who they're gonna call. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, Ali, I've loved it. Thanks very Been much. To, Thanks to look after last the couple days. I look forward to company. seeing you Monday. Thank I, you. I'm looking forward to it very much indeed. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.